Warning, the content in this podcast contains some explicit language which may be offensive to some listeners and may be inappropriate for children. Therefore, the content in this podcast is intended for a mature audience only. So, would you fall in love with hip hop? Right here, what we're gonna do is go back. This is Mocha T. I am Capri. I'm Mika. And this is Dante. And by the way, Mika, nobody can see you. So they don't even do that. They can't even do that. Okay, guys. Then you're going to be saying that I shouldn't be driving and doing Zoom. <laughs> <laughs> I'm down the street from my house. I can't help it. Let me take Don't look at the phone. This looks great. Don't look at the phone. Look at the street. See, okay, there you go. Okay, I got y'all. There we go. See, they can see you now, Mika. Because at first, they, all they can see is the three of us. No, right. I know because I had my video blocked. Okay. Well, yeah. today we have a special guest with us who's actually been with us before. I would say one of our really fun guests. Um, I, I enjoyed um, interviewing you before. So um, would you like to go ahead and introduce yourself for those who have never watched you with us before? I'm Alexis Finley, singer-songwriter. All righty. So, um, Mika's clearly been busy. She's still in her car driving home. Dante, <laughs> what has your day been, what has the, your day been like? I actually just stopped working at about 7.45. I've been working all day. So, I just had enough time to, like, because, you know, I, since I'm at home, I ain't comb my hair or nothing. It was just looking crazy. So, I had enough time to, like, Jelly, real quick, put a scarf on and log in. Okay. And then I've had yeah. company all day, too. So. How you say you've been working and plus you had company? Then you weren't really working. I was multitasking. <laughs> <laughs> At the same damn time. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> now, look, how much work did you get done? No, That's why she was on it to 745. That's no. why I was on it to 745. <laughs> Because I really should have been off about two, three o'clock. Uh, oh, you added a four and a half extra hours? That's all. Yes. She wasn't doing no work. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Thank you very much. Multitasking. <laughs> but um, yeah, I've actually been pretty busy. This afternoon was busy. So I had a visit. I had a court report that I had to do. Then I went, did my visit, left her, went and worked out, then ran home, got in the shower, jumped on her. That's why we kind of a little late, my bad, y'all. So, anywho, Alexis, what have you been up to since the last time we um, saw you, interviewed you, talked with you? What have I been doing? So, I've been working. Um, I work from home, so I work about 10 to 12 hours a day sometimes. Mostly like 10, but, you know, sometimes pull them 12-hour shifts. Um, When I'm not working, I've been in the studio a lot, a lot, a lot. Um, I was actually, last time we spoke, I was supposed to release uh, an EP this summer. Uh, some things happened. I had to switch producers, create like a whole new body of work, shall I say. Really? And, um, I'm, yeah. I'm done with it, though. Praise be to Jesus. Everything happens for a reason. So uh, just finished with the Sensitive Savage Project. Um, so yeah, I just been in the studio 
at work. I do artist development, like dancing and singing, running and singing, all of that jazz. And I've been going to Houston maybe like once a month, sometimes twice, some months. This like I'm actually going this weekend because my family's from Houston. So yeah, I just been working, honestly. If it's not my nine to five or nine to nine, it's my music. <laughs> Because you were supposed to uh, release Risk, weren't you? Was it the song Risk? Oh, no. That was already released. I was, um, yeah, that was already released. I was just kind of pushing that video. So that oh. he, that came from the EP of Recovery, which was like January 2019. So that had already been out. So I was just po- posting more stuff and pushing that stuff because at the time where I released it, I didn't have the PR and marketing like I do now. Gotcha. Okay. I didn't allow it to have as much life, so I tried to give it some more life at the beginning of this year while working on my new stuff. So, okay, yeah. well, not great. okay, that's what's up. Um, so how creative? So last time we talked to you, I think you were talking about having to get kind of creative um, with quarantine. Um, mm-hmm. You were doing a, a couple of TikToks. Have you continued with that creativity or like, have you kind of changed, been able to change some of that up since things have kind of opened up a little bit more? Yeah. Um, I, you won't find me in the bar or in the club and nothing like that. No strip club. Like, I said, <laughs> but, <laughs> but yeah, like my artist development, I was doing that virtually. I do that in person now. Um, I actually just shot a video last week. So that's something I got to, get out and do and then of course I physically go to the studio so those are anything when it comes to music and or family that's basically what I've changed as far as being virtual versus being in person okay okay hold on look the strippers gotta make their money too listen they got shut down and they was shut down hold on look the strip clothes was really shut down they was really wasn't making no money so hold on yes when you had to create a fan mm-hmm. only fans page for real for real no did you see how they were doing it though they, they kind of had like a, like where you drive up and you stay in your car and they had like poles and stuff outside. Did y'all see that? I have never no. seen Really? Yeah. It was kind of like, like a drive through strip club, but they still like, they had the poles and all that outside, but it, you stay in your car. And I don't know if you pay like an entry fee to get like past a certain point in the gate, but yeah, you just drive through and it's safe. I mean, you watching them, you in your car. But How much money can a stripper make that way? Because they make money off the tips. Yeah. I mean, maybe throw it out the window. You can't, you can't walk around just laughing. <laughs> <laughs> and throw it out the window. And, and then the wind don't gets blow it. the other direction. Like, finish <laughs> your night with us. They passing around the, they passing around the collection tray from car to car. I can't. They have to get creative unless they charge like a nice entry fee or whatever to get, get in there. But I mean, I don't know. They had to get creative. So. I probably would have did a, um, but I mean, you probably, I don't know that they, like, if you charge an entry fee, because a lot of them do, like, you got to give the, the, own the club owner money off top, your tips, however that works. So I'm sure they wasn't really used to all of that. Now, it was probably interesting to watch. I don't know that as a stripper, you made a whole lot of money from that. Like, you didn't make no money from that. <laughs> as I said, unless they passed around a collection tray. But no. then you didn't know who was paying, who wasn't paying, because that's another thing they monitor sometimes too is who's paying and who's not paying. Who I don't tipping, know. who ain't tipping. Well, Have listen, you ever seen any videos like from strip clubs, like after like after quarantine? I have. I've seen people in the club with their mask right here on the chin. Yeah. <laughs> 
<laughs> in the strip club. I've never seen no drive-through. But you know how we like to do it in Texas. We don't care about Kobe, oh, obviously. Clearly. clearly. <laughs> hey, okay. you know what? That's why I said they probably a lot of them should have probably started some OnlyFans pages. They probably would have been probably been a little more successful in that area. During quarantine, that was probably like the best time to start an OnlyFans page. Anybody who had an OnlyFans page probably made buku money off of quarantine. Because you got to remember, at some in some states, they were literally locked down, locked down. Like a lot of them weren't going out. They weren't like seeing significant others or your situations. Like some situation. of them were like they're locked down. Like they wasn't in their entanglements, you know? Because hold on. If your situation was married during quarantine, you were he wasn't coming out long enough <laughs> to be with he you. Wasn't coming out then. Shit. Right. So, you got a question for us, Capri? Um, not really. What what was I? I feel like I was gonna ask something, but I don't remember. I'm sorry, y'all. I've been getting horrible at this, huh? Kind of sorta. Well, y'all don't have no questions either. You should have. I would have. You could have let us know. I would have. I could have came up with something. Pass the blame. Well, <laughs> look, um, it was a question I did have, but I don't remember the question anymore. Um, I'm gonna think about it, y'all. I promise. I was supposed to write it down. I was walking. I had a question. It was in my mind, and I forgot to stop and write it down. Um, it had something to do with. Um, I can't remember. Y'all add something else while okay. I'm thinking about it. <laughs> so, so Alexis, I think the last time we interviewed you, didn't you? Weren't you planning like a living room concert or something like that? Mm-hmm. Okay, how did that go? It went very well. I gave them a whole production. So <laughs> I did really it right performing. Yeah, right here. It's Lacona. It's a lot of people watching on it. I don't really remember. Um, <laughs> I don't know. It's like sometimes when I perform, I kind of like black out a little bit and I'm like in the zone. But I feel like it was more people than watch my actual live. So it had to be like maybe a few hundred. Oh, well, that's good. Yeah. So you haven't done any live performances since the whole quarantine thing? No, to be honest, I'm not. I do have a question. It was about the incident we were talking about earlier today. When I was, I was going to ask, how unprofessional can a person be before you're ready to stop doing business with them? Oh, hell. It don't take much, that's for sure. Like, how unprofessional can a person get? Like, can it, does it get extra unprofessional? Like, just how unprofessional is it? Like, before you'll be like, I'm, no, I'm never doing business with that person. I can tell you, like, for me, I feel like if, I feel like the your personal drama leaks into your business too far then i won't do it i'm not gonna do business with you so i feel like if you if i can start i can't distinguish your personal life from your business life then i'll just i'm not doing business with you no more. Mm-hmm. I yeah and i usually give people the benefit of the doubt like one time or whatever just just in case like you're dealing with something or going through something but if i feel like that's a part of your character then i can't do business with you like, like if you just, I mean, I'll give you one pass, like to be shitty or whatever. Okay. Maybe you're having a bad day or whatever, but if you shitty, the second time I'm trying to spend my money with you or whatever the case may be, or you just got bad service, then I'm going to just have to go somewhere else. 
But what if you got what if you got good service? So people going to you and all that, and you just not professional. So with all the stuff that's been going on in the city with the business owner, ain't no way that I would all the thousands of people that's watching these videos about him telling everybody's personal business and he's the business owner. Mm-hmm. Ain't no way. I ain't never deal with that man, but I guarantee that I would never deal with him with business. He posts people's business. Ain't no way. If it start getting where you feel like it's okay to give, like, give my personal business out or it's like a business relationship and you feel like you take it to a personal level, like you got to separate them too. And if you don't know how to separate them two, then me and you don't need to do business. Right. Yeah, that's a little different to me when you can visually see it. That's a little that's a little bit different to me when you can visually see like what is she doing? Like what a person does. You nosy. <laughs> down her hook car trying to see what she's right. doing. <laughs> she always calling us nosy Alexis, but she's exactly. all down in the in Mika car trying to figure out what Mika down there doing. <laughs> it says what, what you doing. Now, but for me, it's uh, pretty much all communication uh, with my recent I- incident, having to change producers and everything. Um, it's just all communication. If you don't communicate with me, I don't know what's going on with you. Um, uh, just like Dante, I always give people the benefit of the doubt. Uh, but after a couple times, well, actually on that second time, if it comes to a point where it compromises my time, my gas, my money, actually money is first. My money, my time, my gas, then we can't do business. Because then to me it's a form of disrespect. Like if I if I paid you for a service and you can't communicate with me, we have a problem. That's true. I think that that's a huge thing for a lot of um business owners. And I try to give people the benefit of the doubt when it comes to lack of communication, because I feel like sometimes um, I think that that's probably the number one issue that we have with black owned businesses is people's communication and their ability to communicate and stay in communication with you even after you paid their service. And then they, I don't know if it's like this um, cockiness or something, like I don't need your business or something mm-hmm. where they get to this point of like, I paid you my money and I'm having to bug you or beg you for my product. And then, like, if I get mad, then you get mad that I get mad. (laughs) Like, I completely struggle with that because I feel like, well, if you were the other person on the other side, and again, like I said, in relationships, I think it just can go to a lot of different relationships. Communication is key. Like, if you just tell me, hey, I'm really having some struggles right now. I'm really far behind. I really just have it. You know, I thought I was going to be able to get this out within a a couple weeks. Um, my bad, I didn't, and you apologize for that. Then you know, I'm a, I'm I'm a forgiving person. I'll give you the benefit of the doubt, and I'll keep going. Like I pay for products I've never even gotten before, Same. and then even offered to say, "Hey, um, I'll come get it from you." And she still never to this day reached back out. Like I pay for a whole jacket, never got it, never got it, and I think community. I think the communication thing, I mean, people just got to get better with communication. Because, I mean, it's nothing to actually just submit, you know, like just say, you know, especially if I'm reaching out, just like the situation that we just, I just had with my son's video. Like, 
how I'm going to pay you for you to do this special situation like video for my son. I reach out to you 15 to 20 times. I see you on Instagram, you on Man. Facebook, you want to be pop popping. I mean, you smoking, you, I mean, you kicking it. And I'm constantly like, um, I don't know if anything's going on. I'm just reaching out to you to see if you got my product. Nothing. Okay. Well, uh, checking with you again, you know, pay for the product. Just want to see, you know, at least say, Hey, got busy. You know, let me get back with you. Give give some, give people a time and date. Like it is not that fucking serious that if somebody, it was okay when I was ready to spend my money, he was ready to respond real quickly, promptly. But once my money is given, come on now, people got to do better with that. And also the other part that sucks is you're good at what you do. And so like, it sucks that you're so good at what you do now. I don't, I no longer want to ever use you again because you're not professional enough for me to use you again. Exactly. And it's crazy because something's been going around on uh, Facebook. Um, Alexis, I'm pretty sure you probably see this, like where people be selling like crab boils. Mm-hmm. Uh, okay, so it was it was an incident recently, and I, I think it was here in the city, but it was somebody who was selling a crab boil for like sixty dollars, and it had like huge crab, like it looked so good. But they posted a picture of what was advertised versus what they got, what they were received, and the uh, the shrimp was like battered in cornmeal, the crab legs was battered in cornmeal, like it didn't look nothing like what was advertised. It was ridiculous. So it's it's just sad that like for the people who out there that really do have crab oil businesses and food businesses that, you know, that's trying to do the right thing and you got people out there like ripping people off and make you not want to do business with you know, certain individuals online. It do, just I mean, I just think people got to do better with just speaking and handling business more professionally, really. Like, I, I'm going to need the, if you, one of my business people, I'm going to need you not to be on Facebook talking about fighting somebody. And I'm going to need you not to be like posting. I give you my personal information. You post it all over for everybody to see. Like, if I trust you, even with that whole situation, I trust you to fix my credit. And then all of a sudden you're like, oh, look at all this on your, that is not professional. Like, I, but, I promise you, some people, I, I, I can't do it. Some people, I just cannot do it. There's the other part to that is, if, you know, people are making excuses like, well, you know, these are people who didn't pay. But when you go into business, you are aware that there is going to be situations, especially if you're on a monthly payment bill, deal where people may not pay their bill monthly, you know? And, but that doesn't justify you going out and spreading people's business and putting stuff out there. And I still don't even understand why people are continuing to do service with him. Cause I wouldn't dare, like, I'm not giving you my personal business for you to put my personal business on, on social media. I just wouldn't do it. So I think the very first time I ever saw that person do that, I was like, I, I'm done. Nope. Not going to do it. So, Alexis, I have a question for you. When you were mad or upset at the management that you had, how did you handle that? Like, was it more like a private thing or did you go public with it, like, to inform other people? Um, You're talking about the producer thing? Mm-hmm. Um, so, we have a lot of uh, mutual friends. Um, so, no, I didn't go public with it because I'm taking legal action. Gotcha. Other than that... Um, 
I guess it's the good in me, but I don't want to defame anyone's character. I don't want to give it that much energy to where I'm just like going off online and doing all of this stuff. Cause once I start, sometimes it's hard to stop. And that just ain't me. So I'm just gonna hit it where it hurts, the pockets. And is it really wrong? Do y'all think it's really wrong to like possibly speak out on so like everybody that basically posted the crab bulls and tagged her in the pictures and what they was advertised and what was actually given like do you think it's wrong to let other people know because i don't really necessarily think it's wrong to let other people know that they might get ripped off no i don't no, you should that's like giving a review when you purchase something you read the review and that's the same thing. Like you advertise something and then I got something else that look completely different. They look like straight bullshit. So yes, I'm going to post it and let the world know because people need to know before they spend their money with you. So I, also I don't see nothing wrong with it. Now, as a, business owner, as a business owner, I think that you have certain standards and shouldn't be calling out certain people. But I think like as a consumer, as a customer, you have the right, like, hey, like this is what they you told me, this is what was advertised, and this is what I received. So just beware that if you do decide to go that route, this is what you may get. So no, I don't see nothing wrong with that. Because I think that um, I was reading one of the messages this week and the particular person we were talking about where the person basically said, hey, there was a person who commented and was like, hey, I've just heard like really bad reviews about your business. I've heard that you scam people, this, that, and the other. And he went in the comments and basically told her, I'm not a scammer. This is my business um, certificate and told her to cancel her services. Oh. Right. That's how he's been talking. That's, I just wouldn't do business with people like that. That's that little attitude. Like, I mean, exactly. Like, I mean, I don't know if you feel like that, like, if you ain't going to spend your money, somebody else is. But I mean, you can say all you want to, but word of mouth, actually, that can cut a whole lot of business down. Word of mouth can cut sure a whole lot of business down. But here, like, I, think I tell you, you know, it's just it's different. I think in our community, so sometimes we will deal with some BS from people. A lot of times just to kind of, you know, especially when it comes to things like credit recovery, especially if we've seen some some increases or we've seen some some something like that person. I think I feel like where he's gotten to is this point of people are going to use me no matter what, because I'm good at what I do. So I feel like that's the demeanor that you're getting from him. And so what happens is he's like, I don't care about your money. It's the same with the with the whole videographer and the in the video thing. Like, you know what? I don't really care if I get your money because your money's not really that important to me because I got umpteenth other clients that give me money. Like, I feel like to some extent, some people get so they build up their clientele so much so that they forget that each client is important. You get what I'm saying? And so, like, you paying your money to this person or you asking for the product from that person and they feel like, well, I mean, even if you're not satisfied, it don't matter because I got umpteenth other people that are satisfied that are going to continue to use me no matter how unprofessional or professional I am. And then, But again, I tell you, you know, it happened to me. I tell you and Dante, y'all just so happen to be looking somebody else looking for somebody. You tell them, well, no, nah, I don't use him, which they tell somebody else. I mean, people think that. That should go a long way. 
sure does. It sure does. And it's here one day, it could be gone the next. It can. Like, not, it's not no billion dollar corporation to where you just have steady customers like that. Like when you're self-employed, there's always someone else who does what you do. Period. For real. Um, and, and word of mouth is everything. Like, and you don't want that negative word out there about you because it can really affect you. Yeah, because reviews are important. Yeah, but I don't know. I just don't comment on it a lot because I know I'm, you know, as a person personally, so I just don't say much. But oh, that's <laughs> in general, not necessarily with that person, but I'm just saying in general. Right. When people do that in general, I mean, it ain't like that's not the first time like that. You know, that we didn't we didn't even had like bad stuff done. You know, on multiple with, occasions. On multiple occasions. <laughs> I'm not saying just that one person. I'm saying. Business itself, like we didn't been fucked. We have, yeah. we have. We, have. Mm. we, I mean, and that's the thing. Several why, times, yeah. yeah. I think it's like, and it's sad because we do try um, a lot to um, do business with like black-owned businesses, but it make it really hard a lot of times to continue to want to not like branch out past that because um, when you need a product and when you need something done, like it's hard to find people who really will follow through with what it is you need to get done. So we have definitely been screwed over several times and paid money and been screwed over several times. Exactly. Which is not cool. Um, so Alexis, like, um, so outside of the production thing, clearly it didn't slow you down, which is a good thing. It just made you have to redirect yourself. So like, what would you, what advice would you give somebody like in your shoes who might experience something like that with you? Um, like that in that business or in that industry? I would say it's just, it's always important to build relationships with everybody that you come across. Um, and me, my relationship building has literally paid off. So all I had to do was tell a couple people people from left and right, what you need, what you need, what you need. And I would say that 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 led me to someone that was actually probably more successful in that position that I needed. More Mm -hmm. guy, somebody that had, you know, a better ear for a singer. So, I mean, everything happens for a reason, but I say it's all about relationship building. And just creating contacts, never losing touch with people, and creating the best team possible. Um, it took me a little while to create a good team, but I actually got my team started with like PR and marketing just from going to church and doing sound at church, right? So I was working for a church um, since 2014. Yeah, 2014, in December, and I just stopped last fall. And somebody that went to church with me ended up being someone that was over um, the car show, the the artist for the car show. And I performed at the car show last year and he was impressed by my, my business. I stayed on him. I was on top of my business. When I met him in person, he was like, Donna, I know you. I was like, we go to church together. So I kept him as a contact. Um, and y'all know BC. Okay. Yeah, that's BC. And so he led me to Amber and Amber led me to their whole contact list of people. When I had an issue, I got this producer, I got this producer, I got this person, this person. It was that easy. And when we started working together, it clicked. So my advice is just, honestly, relationship building is everything. Just utilize your contacts 
And always put your best foot forward. You never know who's watching you. Right. I was going to say, yeah, it sounds like it just the fact that you showed up every day and did what you were supposed to do. And then he then he referenced you back to to a uh, time before. So just imagine if you'd have been unprofessional in your previous role, what that might have looked like for you. So, yeah. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. And I'm a strong believer of everything happens for a reason. So. Mm-hmm. And I'm a believer that first impressions mean a whole lot. A first of it may not you might catch you might be it might even be a bad day for you but when it comes to business i think you got to pull it all together at that point and leave everything else on the outside you know coming into like a business situation you got to leave all of that out because first impression is a i don't care if you had a bad day what happened or it, it just it it weighs a lot with me you know as far as your first impression goes so um, you said what? No, I said I agree with that. First impression is everything. So, um, n- do you have any? Um, I was going to ask you something, and I lost. I'm sorry, y'all. It's been a long day. <laughs> I'll let one of y'all ask a question. Said so what? I said why you was talking about me. Look, your butt act like you ain't got it today. I'm not here today. I'm sorry, y'all. I'm not. I'm really not trying to not be here. I, I really like had something on the tip of my tongue and I forgot. So, um, so you work. So your pro, your new project. It's an album that you're trying to release, or is it an EP? Because those are two different things, right? Yeah. Uh, but nowadays they kind of borderline each other, honestly, because there are people making like real small albums, uh, people making large EPs, but it's the EP. It's going to be seven songs. So that's actually more than I was going to do before. And um, it's definitely a different sound. It's going to release on September the 22nd. So did you redo any of the songs that you did previously? I did one. And that's just because it was one of the ones that the females could really, really Mm -hmm. just like relate with. The lyrics were just phenomenal. So I just had to. So I re-recorded it. Hmm. Which one? Real? Oh, no, no, no. On the new EP. Oh, okay, okay. So I'm it's like, called- this song, don't you, Dante? You- <laughs> I love real. That's my jam. I love it. I like the song. I listen to her album. I like her album. You keep talking. You can, she ain't talking. She's talking about an album she ain't released yet. And you keep saying that one song. <laughs> <laughs> I'm still playing the old album. I didn't know that she had a new one, so that's good to know. Well, it ain't out yet, so keep playing it, please. But that song is going to be titled uh, Lies Behind Your Eyes. Oh, so. what's the inspiration behind that song? I really want to know. Not that it's personal. It's always personal. Mostly. <laughs> like 98% of the time is personal. Um, it was this guy that I met last year. He worked overseas and we dated a little bit, just casually dated, no official relationship or anything. And uh, he kind of just like went ghost. And like my people know his people. So it wasn't like I expected that. Like if it was just a random guy I met that like no one knew him, I was like, oh, you know, it made sense for him to ghost me, but he just kind of ghosted out of nowhere. And when we were together, it was just kind of like, 
fire and desire. Like, this is a good time. It was like cloud nine, like, you know, just la 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 la. Like, <laughs> it was that much of a good time. Like, literally, all my problems went away when we were together. So, um, that kind of inspired the title. Um, but I also did include mm-hmm. kind of what I went through with other people in the song. So, it's kind of about multiple people. Mm-hmm. Okay. But it's basically mm-hmm. just someone creating this fantasy for you and not and not being the reality. Oh. So have you ever like um wasn't gonna ask you so have you talked to him since? Like has he he's still gone ghost? He still ain't Yeah. I haven't talked to him since October of last year. No, no, I lied. Oh. I lied, I lied. I talked to him in January. I talked to him in oh, January, what? and that was because it was a lot of, like, bombings going on in Afghanistan. So I texted him, and I probably was stupid for texting him, but maybe it was the guy to me. I was concerned, and I was just like, hey, not sure where you are, where you're at or everything, but I just hope you're safe. That's all I said. And he responded. Okay. Didn't you just say, okay, I am, or... No, it was just like, thank you for reaching out. It means a lot for real. I'm good. Thanks for asking. I hope you're good as well. I said I was good. It was real surface level. Like, we never even talked about the fact that we hadn't spoken at all. Or that he went ghost? No. The last message that I sent said, um, if you're looking to refinance any properties, don't forget I'm a loan officer. Something like that. (laughs) (laughs) know that it bothered me you know i just feel like if you give someone a lot of energy when it gets to the points where you're over it you don't you don't want to let them see anything you don't want to let them see that you're worried or anything like that i was just basically being cordial and uh, even when you ain't over it, shit, you don't want to let them see that you're worried about it. Mm, no. Exactly. Even if you hurt my feelings, like, to the core, I promise you, you will never know. Exactly. You never, like, never, never going to put never it out gonna, there? Uh, you're going to know with me. But then, you ain't going to never know with me. You, you ain't going to know with me. Yeah, you going to know, but then after that, you, you, you know, it's over and done with. Yeah, I'm I'm a, I'm a communicate it. I'm gonna say how I feel about it, you know, and then I'm gonna ghost you before you ghost me. <laughs> like, so we might be ghosting each other at the same time. So I was gonna ask: Have you all, either of you all, ever been ghosted, Dante Mika? Have y'all been ghosted before? I wish I'd been ghosted a few times, but I'm oh like, <laughs> I wouldn't make. I try to get ghosted by some try people. To get ghosted. <laughs> I'm like, oh, maybe if I just stop calling or texting, maybe he'll be like, ah, she ain't interested. I don't get ghosted. It sucks. Um, I've been ghosted before. And it's really? more like, huh? You have? Yeah, I have. But it's more like um, I found out later that he probably ghosted me because he had a wife and I didn't know or... Somebody got pregnant. Like, it was something weird that happened, like, down the line that made me be like, oh, that's what happened. So it wasn't like, um, you just ghosted me, and I never really figured out why you ghosted me. It was more like you ghosted me, and I know now, like, oh, okay, you had a girlfriend. (laughs) 
sense. Yeah. Yeah, you had something else more serious going on. Either you, I've, I've had people like um, ghost and like look up and like he was married, or ghost and looked up and they was having kids. And so, I but I, I mean, I can see that, that, especially like if you're talking to like two people at the same time and you don't want to like hurt their feelings or you don't really know how to say it. So it's just kind of like, but I, I think that's a shitty way to do it. I don't think that you should just stop calling somebody and leave them high and dry because then like their mind is on. Like give them some type of closure or some type of explanation as to why you're not talking to them no more. I think that's real mm-hmm. shitty to do people like that. I think yeah. it's shitty to break up with people through text messages too. Have y'all did that? You know I have. <laughs> I, know. I have never <laughs> broke up with somebody through text message. That's that shitty. That is very yeah. shitty. While we talking about what's shitty, Dante, have you yeah. ever did the text? Wouldn't you? Wouldn't you be offended if somebody broke up with you through text message? I would feel like, what do you mean? Like you couldn't <laughs> at least like we couldn't talk face to. I just hold on. Look, I'll force a face to face conversation in that space. If I'm your girlfriend. And you felt like it was time to break up with me. I might be sh- that might be the one time I show up at your front door and knock on your door. Like, what do you mean? Like, I think we need to talk. <laughs> like, I'm probably gonna force a conversation in that space. Because um, you're not just gonna just break up with me via text message. I don't want to be talked back into the relationship. So let me just. <laughs> <What? laughs> so let me just break up with you over text. <laughs> I've never been broke up with over text before. I mean, I've gotten the the benefit of the doubt, at least a phone call. I feel like even a phone call would be more decent than a text message. Don't send me no text message breaking up with me. I mean, it happened. It happens. happens. Look at that. I didn't want to start taking to the relationship because I tried that before, and, and that's what happened. So I was like, let me just do it. And mean it, and not respond, and call it a day. You mean it and not respond, so you like Mm -hmm. didn't respond to the person at all. Um, maybe back to like one text or something like that, but after that, no. So you literally ghost. So that's that's not really ghosting because you know my intention. (laughs) No, it's yeah, some community. You communicated it, so I communicated that I was not on the beat no more. You didn't answer the question. Said what? It's still. She said it's still wrong. No, it's probably still wrong, but I'm just saying. <laughs> but no, she like, I you ever broke up with somebody via text message. Let me tell y'all, I have had two boyfriends since I've been grown. So no. Oh, <laughs> um, see, that's good, right? Um, uh, <laughs> I don't know. Are they you- like really long term relationships? No. No, my longest official relationship, official, that was a relationship and not a situationship, was six months. Three years ago. So do you find yourself in entanglements a lot? Uh, I've been in entanglements, but not with people that were with other people. They were available people, but it just never got to that point. I was in some situationships. I read this post the other day that said, have you ever found yourself messing with some, accidentally messing with somebody for three years? <laughs> Lord, 
I was like, uh, you know what I'm saying? Not even in a relationship, but messing, you know. That's an entanglement. You stuck in an entanglement. Entanglement, yeah, because I think I've only had like three real relationships my whole life. Like, I called my boy, you know, but like them ones, like, were there just situationships? Yeah. So do you think people have more situationships? Relationships, yeah. You think I was gonna say you think people have more situationships than they do relationships? Yeah, because you can't invite everybody in your life. Like I don't want to call you. Society we live in too. Yeah, everybody talk forever before they're actually together. So that's like kind of how I grew up. Like in high school and college, like that's that's literally all it was. I was I was stuck in one two year entanglement. Um, but that was like right out of college. So now I'm at the point to where that's probably, that would never happen again because I know better. But yeah, I mean, that happened. I had women that get a little older, they get stuck in entanglements for more than two years. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> for real. <laughs> Whatever. So what's, the, what's the difference between an entanglement and a situationship? It's the same thing. Same thing. Okay. I mean, though we, we say entanglement now only because I guess it would, <laughs> I mean, it would be an entanglement. Well, that's what Jada Peaky called it. She called it an entanglement, but it's, it's a situationship entanglement because um, it wasn't a relationship. <laughs> when I think of entanglement, I kind of think of that as just kind of like somebody you just, y'all just kind of fucking on each other. Yeah. Somewhat, but more than a beauty booty call, but not really quite the situationship. To me, the situationship is kind of more of like y'all may or may not be together, but the entanglement is kind of is kind of what it is. I feel like a situationship is y'all may or may not be together because I feel like some people, and that That's might be the issue, is the definition of what a situationship and entanglement. I feel like the what makes them the same is there's no true there's no true commitment to either. Exactly, sure. and y'all sex is a part of it. Shit, they both <laughs> always, always yeah. a part of it. it. It comes out to be the same damn thing. Situationship entanglement. All it is is you dealing with somebody, and sex is involved. There you it's go. A form of a relationship, but it's not committed. Exactly. Not, there's no commitment, so I can leave it. You can leave it. We can leave it together. We can leave it separately. I can mess with somebody else. I can decide I'm gonna marry somebody else and have kids. Like, and you just can't be mad about none of it because if I was never really committed to you. Exactly. Or I can leave and go back to my husband and all you got, like, you can't do nothing and, but be mad at the end of it, make up a song and sit on the couch and talk about and what happened. Cry about it. There you go. Tears. did you watch that? The Red Table Talk? With Will and Jada? Yeah. What do you think about that? I think that relationship is very interesting, but you know, it's the marriage, so I can't judge it. But um, I feel like Will was really hurt, but I feel like he also might have done things in the past um, that we don't know about. So I just feel like they honestly have been hurting each other for years. I feel like uh, Jada... Well, she was low-key kind of full of shit for saying that. <laughs> it's like she kind of like skates around certain questions and exactly. they're direct. Um, she'll say something 
intelligent sounding words like entanglement, which is why we're all saying it now. And August had a whole song about it on the radio. The first time we heard from him on the radio in how many years? Exactly. <laughs> so <laughs> it was it was interesting. Um but hopefully they can get on the same page and um I mean would it be a situation like would it be a relationship that you would put a marriage you would put yourself in? Would you be open to just being open? Can you we, we talked about communication. Like they communicating. They they telling each other everything. You know what I'm saying? So would you be open to a relationship like that where y'all ain't gotta hide nothing? Everything is laid on the table, you know, it, it would you not do it? I would be open to a relationship to where we communicated and everything was out on the table, yes. But other people, no. I can't because mm-hmm. I, I mean you bring that energy into your marriage, you never know what you're gonna get. Because once it starts, it could be like a domino effect. Like, I just I just can't. I kind of want a biblical marriage, even though, you know, we probably had premarital sex, um, more than likely, or whoever I end up with. But at the end of the day, like, I just want it to be you and I. So more like a biblical commitment? Yeah. Like, I ain't got time for no other people. That's too much to um, deal with. I don't know that I would ever be open to an open relationship, period. Yeah. Like any kind of open, I, I mean, you know, I think situations and entanglements and they get messy because at some point you get tired of being like of the other people and not really having a definition for what it is, what we're doing, where this is going. And then you start to realize this really isn't going anywhere. So it's really a waste of my time, a waste of your time and accidentally got here. And it's three years later. How the hell did we do that? Like, um, I think it just becomes one of those things that nobody really wants to be in the middle of um and but i'm the same way i don't really want to i don't really like open situation I- any kind of open relationship where you just openly with other people and i'm just i don't really like that because if i see you because even in entanglements of situations if i see you out with somebody else i'm gonna ultimately probably feel some kind of way even though i might hold it together really well i'm probably gonna feel some kind of way i know i will there's <laughs> even if I do, you would never know though. Like even if because I be like, hold it together really well, but that don't mean that you want to be like I don't want to be in that situation. And I wouldn't where... even say nothing though. If it was like an ent- entanglement or a situation ship, I wouldn't even say nothing. We could have left each other that morning, had some fire, okay? Some and and I could walk into the fucking restaurant, see you sitting, or y'all walking out the restaurant, you and another chick, and I'm gonna say, hey, how you doing? And keep it pushing. Mm-hmm. Ain't gonna be and nothing. Sit in the restaurant with them sitting right next to you. Mm-hmm. And oh. Ain't gonna be nothing. I'm just gonna wave and say, "Hey, how you doing?" And keep it pushing. And I, it wouldn't bother. I'm gonna feel weird. I can. I would feel weird and bothered. She didn't say it wouldn't be bothered. She just said she won't say nothing. <laughs> yeah, I said. I mean, it may bother me. Ain't gonna nothing never nothing know that it bothers me. Keep it pushing. Yeah, I'm not gonna say anything, but it it's awkward. Like. I was just with you this morning. And here's the thing. I don't I don't personally like to share my fire sex with I don't know. That's just me. But I'm like, saying if it's a situation you don't know. He could of course we didn't talk about this before. Like you can date other people. You may not be ever you may not be having sex I know with everybody. Part. I understand that part. That doesn't mean I like that part. So that's the part that I said I that gets old for me. I don't really like that whole idea of the fact that I'm enjoying this, I like this, and somebody else is possibly enjoying this and liking this too that's why i said i don't want any kind i don't like open 
anything like situationships, entanglements, right. undefined shit. I don't even much less an open relationship. I don't like to share what's mine with somebody else, even if you ain't mine. <laughs> I don't really like that. I can't mind. I'm still mine. <laughs> <laughs> like when I'm with you, I don't want to think about the fact that like, so you just about to be with her tonight. Like I don't. I don't Am I thinking, I'm thinking in my mind, like, I don't even care about this headache. Like, go home. Like, whatever you're going to do. I mean, it don't, I don't know. I'd be like, whatever. I really do. It depends on who the guy is, honestly. It depends on who it is. Yeah. Some people uh, take them in arrangements. Yeah. Entanglement yeah. arrangements. <laughs> yeah. It depends yeah. on the level, like how y'all are, I think. That's what's going to determine if I can sit next to you in a place or not. I mean, it depends on, like, if you annoy me, you know, y'all know folks annoy me. So if you annoy me and I just bother, I just be bothered with you when I'm bored, then y'all can probably be in that entanglement arrangement for but a while. But even if you like them and y'all just cool, I mean. No, it depends on how much, how much I like you. I can only do that with you for so long before I'm going to be like, I don't want to keep doing this with you and watching you with other people. Well, yeah, that's when you just stop it. If you get your feelings, some people, some, that's the problem with people. I mean, if we started off and. It, that's how it was supposed to be. I'm going to need you not to be getting all your feelings involved if we didn't already talk about it at the beginning. That's impossible, though. <laughs> I mean, it happens. Yes, it happens. Like, we go through things with other people and we're able not to catch feelings or be in our feelings, but we were made for men. They were made yeah. for us. We were meant to, like, coexist with one other mate. Like, that's how we were made in our DNA. Um, now, obviously, generations and generations later, we're not there anymore. But sometimes it's just impossible to open up yourself to somebody like that and not feel something. Well, that's why you, if they tell you, people tell you up front what they want. If you still put yourself in a position and you do it, that's your own fault if you get your feelings hurt. Like, if you start getting, like, people tell you up front who they are. And I'm going to need people to start believing that. If I tell you that I don't want a relationship, I don't need you to think six months down the line you can change my mind. I said I didn't want a relationship. I don't care how much I like you. I like you. I just want a relationship with you. I mean, I get that part too. Yeah, I get that. I mean, I get that part too. And I don't think it's that people ultimately assume to think because maybe you walk into it and think, okay, you know, he cool, he's okay. I'm, you know, I can do this. You know, it's not that big a deal. You don't relationship, and maybe at that point, I'm not in a point where I want a relationship either. So it works for us at the time in the moment. But people change. You know, you might see something from this person, or get to know this person in a, on a level that you didn't think you would ever get to know them on, or you know, you spend more time with them as time goes by, and everything that you thought you didn't want at some point shifts and you like, hmm, because I mean, it's not just women who do that. Men do that too. You know, they come into a situation originally saying they never wanted to be with you. They didn't really want a relationship. And then they may change their mind. Here's the thing. I think where we've gotten our issue is we've gotten, we have fairy tale thoughts about relationships. You know, the fairy tales that at the end of movies is always a happily ever after from the man and the girl that want she wanted the man that never wanted her. Mm-hmm. And then happily ever after she gets the man. I think we're the generation of the happily ever afters. And so I think sometimes we've also been fooled into that mindset that like what you watched on TV or what you saw on TV might actually really happen in your life. It's happened to a few people. We've watched some people be in some entanglements and situations, have full-blown kids with people, get married to them, have more kids. They a whole family now. And you know 
the the origin by which they started. But maybe at some point they revisited that whole conversation that they may have had at the beginning. So mm -hmm. at the beginning, I told you that I did not want to be in a relationship. We uh six months, eight months down the line, you sit me down and say, Hey, I know you said this at the beginning, but this is how I'm feeling at this point. And you telling me that you wanna, you know what I'm saying? You can't see it just being on mutual grounds and not having a relationship, then we need to revisit that conversation. And if I'm down with it, we go forward. If I still don't know we're on a relationship, then we probably need to break up because it seems like you want more. Or we need to stop well, messing we didn't with each other. We, we, we need to stop messing with each other because <laughs> obviously we're not on the same path. And that's yeah. not going to work. And I, and I can see that if a person is constantly telling you that and you still going along with it and you thinking like, well, maybe, maybe, maybe. I can kind of see that. Yeah, where people get the mindset that, that they can change someone. So exactly. I was just saying initially, like, sometimes those feelings do change. So that that's the factor. And I've been in a situation, like, recently to where I got, like, I didn't get with somebody. But I started messing with somebody who was a friend, and he had just got a relationship. So I know he didn't want a relationship, but my feelings got involved. But because we were friends, we were able to talk about that. And so exactly. at that moment, I could never be mad at him technically. Because he was honest from the jump. But, exactly. you know, that's at the point to where you say, okay, do you step away and, because your feelings are involved and it's just going to cause more hurt and pain um, for you to continue to do this over here? Or are you going to keep doing it? By the end of the day, if you do get hurt, it is kind of your fault for not protecting your heart and your feelings. It is. If other person's being honest. Now, if they're misleading you and stuff, then they that's share. No, that's totally different. Yeah. If somebody's being misleading, that's totally different. But if somebody is actually laying it out online and being upfront for you from the very beginning, saying they don't roll a relationship, believe them. They don't want a relationship. Right. I mean, I've had friends who've changed their mind. I've had men who've been flip-flopping, who've like literally flip-flopped in two weeks. Like I had a friend who used to, and I finally just had to stop and tell him, like, we will never be together. And that was my decision, not his. <laughs> like He didn't really like that I made that decision. But it would be like, um, we would be, like, I would end up in, like, a relationship because we would have this talk and it would be like, oh, I don't really want to be in a relationship right now. Okay, cool. So then I would end up in a relationship with somebody and then all of a sudden he wants to be in a relationship. And that was, like, how our relationship was for years to the point that it almost tarnished our relationship. So I had to finally just tell him, we're never going to be together. So let's just settle that in, settle down in that and then move forward from there. And then he was offended when I said that. We, so you mean to tell me we'll never be in a relationship? We will never be in a relationship. Like never. Mm -hmm. no, I don't plan on doing it ever. Like, don't even I don't even ask me about a relationship. Don't ask me to be your girlfriend. Don't ask me how I feel about being in a relationship with you. Cause at this point, we have been 13 years in and we done done this back and forth for 13 years where I'm with somebody and then if I'm not with somebody, you with somebody, and then all of a sudden you yeah, let's just stop right here. That's not and honestly that was over from the first time that somebody got or the second time. When you got with somebody or he got with somebody and y'all did it another time, that, that was over long. It, it shouldn't have lasted 13 years to go. I mean, it was like, I mean, we're friends. So, I mean, we've been friends for 13 years. That's what it is. It's not that it's just the back and forth has been within the 13 years. Like now we're just friends. Because again, like I said, I've been like 
I don't be a girlfriend. And I think he got offended. I don't know why men get offended when you finally just be like, I don't want you. Well, they can do they can't take it, period. Yeah, he was he was he was offended. Like, what do you mean you don't want me? I don't want you. (laughs) And (laughs) only thing we can do from here is just move forward and be friends. Like, period. Like, we can't do nothing else. Let's not even try it. Like, and it was like it would be like, I think it was at the very beginning. It was like once in the middle of of like our friendship and then like one other time. So I say back and forth, but it was it seemed like a lot of back and forth to me just because I was like, why is it that every time I get into a relationship, all of a sudden you want to be in a relationship like this is not how this works. And then when you come back, I come back to you like if the relationship doesn't work or something and all of a sudden you didn't change your mind. Well, I changed my mind, too. I don't want to do this no more. Exactly. I had somebody do that to me. (laughs) (laughs) we were in an entanglement on and off for like maybe a year and a half in college and after college um he was saying oh i think we should take this to the next level like you know i want to be with you and this was this was after though i had been through another entanglement after him (laughs) so he came back like two years later and I told him I wasn't ready because I was trying to get over the last situation that I was going through. The very next week, I said, you know what? I want to give it a try. This nigga already changed his mind. No, you just, he was just mad he got rejected. Exactly. And, but that's fine because he's 5'8". He is 5'8". And I would have hated to still be with him right now. So that's fine. It's funny because the person I'm talking about ain't that some of your uh, upcoming projects so you have the new album coming out when is that when do you release that album september 22nd are you excited you having like a release party or like how are you releasing it in covid time <laughs> so i'm dropping something every week starting thursday this Thursday. Thursday. Okay. Oh, okay. Song, video, song, video, song, video, then the project. Okay. Um, as far as what I'm going to do, it's probably going to be something virtual. We're still trying to figure it out. We got like a month to figure out what we're going to do. But um, probably something Zoom or on live, uh, kind of like a listening session for everybody. But um, I'm just going to overload on that content, though. For real, for real in the promo but i would love to have a listening party i'm just not gonna do it why not i was gonna ask you about that it's just too much going on and everybody that would want to be there won't be able to be there it's just it's just like a certain amount like a selected amount you know and have it at a place where you still can social distance and make people wear masks yeah. Yeah. I, I thought about that. It's just that I, I mean it's like a mask. It could be like a masquerade. That'd be cute. Mm-hmm. Yeah, make mm-hmm. people like get creative with their mask and wear it and dress up. That hold on, like I really would like to do something like that. Like get really creative with your mask and um dress up, you know, and everybody wear masks and you kind of social distance like you did, like they did um Dave Chappelle's um, event, you know, where you have like just the two seats or you kind of sit the make set up the seating where people are social distancing. Mm-hmm. Um, that might be kind of fun. Mm-hmm. We'll see. We'll see. Like, like, uh-uh. Still, I want to come 
<laughs> no, it does sound good, but we'll see. Because <laughs> when you, like, I like when I celebrate something, I do like to drink. And when I drink, I don't really social distance like that. I like to <laughs> that, that sounds like two of my friends. <laughs> But that's a them Fridays. They got drunk and they hugged all night. I said, every time y'all get drunk, y'all Dante and Capri hug. I'm like, every time y'all get drunk, y'all want to hug. Leave us alone, Mika. We can make a hug over there. Nobody want to hug. We want to hug each other. I be hugging everybody. I hug everybody to it. That's why. Well, I like, next, I, whenever we come down there, I'm, we gonna let them get drunk and y'all all can just hug. <laughs> <laughs> Shit. They, they you like say that on Friday time. Why y'all always hug when y'all drunk? Like, yeah, it's like what, what is the point of hugging when you get drunk? I don't get that. We're just showing the love. All right. I'm like, oh my god, nice to meet you. <laughs> <laughs> hey, thanks for coming. <laughs> okay. We was just having a good time because it's been quarantine. We no, been out like that. Y'all know I love y'all. I don't care about y'all too, but y'all do. I did know. I do notice that every time y'all get drunk, y'all be going to hug and stuff. At least but I wasn't. You know what, Mika? I thought it was just with us, but y'all was hugging everybody, right? <laughs> like y'all hugging everybody, like yeah, for real. Let the people go on past. <laughs> Look, we all in the back trying to do COVID. Y'all let the people go on past. Y'all don't stop people hugging. Was we stopping the people to hug? I don't remember that. Maybe that was, was just hugging people. And it was people we knew. I don't care. <laughs> they can have COVID. <laughs> well, listen, you know what? As long as we can get to Vegas next week, <laughs> past that, I think, you know, no. Jesus' name. I love, let me make sure I don't get diagnosed with no COVID. Yeah, no yeah, you gotta stop saying it for real. But yeah, so. Um, do you have anything else coming up? Like any other projects you want to let anybody know about? No, this is the big thing right here. I mean, of course, I'm going to keep making new music just so I can build my portfolio and just like always have a book of songs ready so I don't feel like I always have to start over. How so. do you like manage that? Like, so you're working full time, doing music full time. How do you manage? Like, where's your personal life at, child? You don't have one. Um, I mean, <laughs> COVID kind of help with that. I'm just kind of like pedal to the middle. I mean, I mean that's I, probably like the best way to be like right now too, just because you kind of have an excuse not to have to get out and socialize with people. Yeah, and mm -hmm. I do like do small things. Like I have gone to like a couple gatherings, like with my friends, maybe like five to ten people. I have done stuff like that. I just don't really make a habit of doing it. Uh, especially when I have to go to Houston and be around uh, my family and stuff, like my parents. So sometimes I just kind of watch it. But if I do stuff, honestly, it's because of music. If I'm around people, it's normally because of music. It's been like a couple one-offs, but yeah, I mean, I don't have a personal life. Like, I ain't really just like talking to nobody heavy like that. And there's people that's interested, but I don't just have like nobody that I'm dating that's just like always in my space. I really don't have time. Like, if I make time for you, then you know I'm interested. <laughs> like, if well, I do we ever ask you, like, so you, do you, like, date guys in the industry or do you, would you prefer to date people not in the industry? Hmm. I mean, I would prefer to date guys that are not, like, in the industry like that as far as, like, 
I really don't want to date artists. Um, recently, I guess I would say maybe the last few months, I have like um, you know entertained a couple of artists, um, but that's normally not my thing. I don't really want to be the girl that's with the rapper, but it just depends on the guy, how long I've known him, his character. Uh, but most people that I do um, talk to, they're they're not artists. With What's the wrong with dating an artist? Hmm? What's wrong with dating an artist? Nothing's wrong with it. Like it's cool to relate on certain things, like you know, share contacts and stuff. But a lot of rappers, once they get to a certain level, they kind of just like have this different stigma. And sometimes they live up to it or live down to it, however you would want to say it. I just, I don't know. I just feel, I feel like I wouldn't trust you as much. <laughs> Even though everybody cheats, everybody cheats, but I just feel like some rappers' heads just be specific. And it's nothing but girls, 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 girls. And of course, I'm in, if I'm in a relationship, I'm going to be secure in a relationship. But it's just, it's just they're always thrown into certain environments. Yeah, a lot of temptation. Yeah. Do you think that they, um, that dating an artist is that's are they more into understanding of like your busy schedule and the things you have going on versus yeah. like somebody that's not in the industry? Like, have you ever had issues with people like understanding why you're so busy? Yeah, I mean that's the pro. That is a pro. Um, that you know another artist will understand your hustle and actually motivate you and probably add to you when it comes to you trying to build your brand in your uh, music. Um, but yes, I have had a guy, my actually, my last boyfriend, we broke up probably like three years ago. Um, he just, he just wanted all my time. Like, all of it. like had I not let him go, recovery wouldn't have been what it would have been. Well, what it was. Oh. I released when it, like it was, it was, it was like life sucking. And I'm just oh, okay. He was like life sucking, like he was like a vampire. Yeah. <laughs> it was like, and I'm just, and I was like, oh, he's a good man, and let me do what I have to do to make it work. It's like my first like real adult relationship. I was like 25, and yeah, wasn't that what was not a good decision to to enter into a relationship with him because I saw a couple red flags, but um. It was definitely a learning experience, and I have turned that negative into positive. So everything happens for a reason. But yeah, that right. was that. He just did not understand it. Like he, one time I said I was gonna start back working out. He said, "I hope it doesn't interfere with our relationship and our time spent together." <laughs> Let me tell you, I, I gained thirty five pounds in six months. Shut up. Well, because he didn't want the working out to interfere with his time. That's he was he was seriously on some other okay. That's yeah, crazy. He, not crazy. Uh I was crazy at that time for not walking away at that moment. Okay. Like a girl can't be healthy. Dang. Like I'm trying to be fun. <laughs> no, he like, well, I would have been like, well, come on, come to the gym with me. <laughs> he like, <laughs> I guess if we're gonna stick this out, you're just gonna have to come with me. Exactly. That's true. So okay. Let's go. Right. So first single that you will be releasing from the new album. Feelings. Uh, Feeling. Feelings. Feelings. Okay. All righty. Mm-hmm. So what is the motivation behind feelings? It's honestly, 
it's not directly it's not towards my ex but when you think about the lyrics and how he was they kind of go together so okay (laughs) that's telling the guy to get out of his feelings it's somebody that's pretty much standing in their own way of their happiness with you because they're stuck in their head just creating problems you know how um say you're a faithful girlfriend you do everything right communicate he see a text from uh, two months before y'all got together and he got a problem with it. Just just creating problems. Like you're all in your feelings. So just get out of your feelings. Literally. And you know, it's been it was the same uh, being in your feelings has been the same for like the last few years. I was like, oh, it'll be relatable, it'll be catchy. So I like that. So so we'll get to her feelings on Thursday, Friday? Thursday. Mm-hmm. Thursday. Okay. You're going to post it on Instagram? Yes. Um, okay. It probably will drop at midnight, honestly. Okay. The way I set it up. So, yeah, I posted some snippets and stuff on um, Instagram. But, yeah, it's going it should be available at 12 a.m. on, um, oh, maybe it's 12 p.m. I'm going to check that. <laughs> I don't remember what time I said it. <laughs> at 12 p.m. But, but, but still, Thursday. And there's snippets already available, so you can go listen to it currently now, already on your page, mm-hmm. and get a feel of what feelings is. And then you're gonna have a video that goes with that one, and then the next song comes out two weeks. Yeah, and that one okay. is can't deny. Is can't deny. Mm-hmm. Okay, and that That's one the- sounds- being in love. I was gonna say that sounds like more of a the in love song. Yeah, you know, I had to have one of them. Couldn't just be like the the man basher all the time, you know. <laughs> Even when you're not really in love at the moment, but it's okay. Exactly. But, feel that song is going to make you want to do like this? Oh, okay, the one that make you want to be in love if you're yeah. not in love. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> okay. <laughs> For a little while. <laughs> okay, okay, we can try. Hold on, look, that's the, you like to try. We can try those. I like those. Because as they like to say, I'm, you know, caking right now. So, you know, I'll take all the love songs. Oh, yeah. That's what I was going to say. That's going to be your shit, Capri. (laughs) (laughs) Maybe yours should be in my feelings, Dante. Dante. (laughs) (laughs) Maybe. Because I shall do be in. We're going to figure out which one is yours soon. We're going to listen and see. Yours might be talk that, Minka. That's the what is it? Talk that. That sound like me. You heard me like that. <laughs> that like, bullshit. They be spitting. <laughs> there we go. <laughs> there we go. That sounded like Minka. That would fit. See, look, you got a song for each of us. See, yeah. You know, this album. So the official album drops September twenty second, right? Mm-hmm. Will it be on all platforms? Yes, ma'am. Uh, all right. So give us your Instagram, Facebook tags. I actually followed you on Facebook. I didn't realize you had a Facebook. But I oh, you have a Facebook? I'm only following you on Instagram. Yeah, I got a Facebook and I have an artist page. I don't really post everything on my personal Facebook. Like I share it and stuff, but like this next video, it's not provocative, but I'm wearing like a little bit less clothing. So I'll probably only post it on my artist page and like all the other platforms. But yeah, it's Alexis Finley. On Facebook, too? Uh-huh. Alexis Finley. And then you said share my handle. A Finley Music on uh, TikTok, Twitter, and Instagram. Okay. Do you do a lot of tweeting? No. 
but I will be. <laughs> that's like the goal. Like, Twitter is the goal, Bond, if you stay on it long enough. Like, you'll pick up people, but I just can't get on it because I feel like for the first few times, like, I've, I've actually had traffic on Twitter before, like, when I first came out. So I used to, I know how it works, but I feel like for a long time, you're kind of talking to yourself. Yeah. That's how I felt. Then you start talking to other people. But it's a ma- there's a method to that madness. You have to literally like put stuff out all the time. Even though you feel like you talk to yourself, you still have to put yourself out there. And then people start to follow you. And then you get that one person who tweets you that's big enough. And then people, a lot of people start to follow you from there. So that's kind of how that works. I, I don't like to, I, I went out, like I said, at first, like Twitter was big when it first came out. I was on it. Yeah. I knew that it worked. But like now I'm just kind of like, dang, I don't want to talk to myself all day. Yeah, that was my problem. I would put something out there and I'm like, nobody has said anything. And then I put something else out and I was like, you know what? Let me go back to Facebook for people comment. <laughs> Once when the Twitter web came out, I was actually in college. So Twitter was real hot for me then. But once Instagram came out a couple years after college, I was just like, mm, barely on Twitter. I'll repost like, like pictures and stuff that I post on Instagram and share it on Twitter, but just never talk on there. So I'm gonna try to start talking on there. You you really just say what's off the top of your mind. The top yeah, of your you head. just really say that's what I said. It'll catch. And the more you talk on Twitter, the more your stuff will trend. If you do some of the stuff that's trending at the time, then it'll work. Like right now, we're in the middle of playoffs. So if you start talking about playoffs and hashtag some of the stuff from playoffs, you might get picked. Somebody might actually see what you said and pick up your stuff. So it's just it's a method to the madness. I just feel like. I talk to, um, I feel like I'm talking to myself too much. So I'll be like, no, not today. <laughs> <I> just, <laughs> yeah, it's a lot. So, okay. So your Twitter, TikTok, and Instagram. And then, of course, Facebook. What is your Facebook um, artist page? It's Alexis Finley as well. Okay. Okay. Mm-hmm. All righty. Well, Alexis, thank you. You said what, Mika? I said I have to go follow on Facebook. I didn't have it on Facebook. Yeah. Alrighty, well, I we will follow you also on Twitter, so at least that'll give you another head on look and follow us back, so we'll all so we'll both have new followers. Yeah, because uh, we each other stuff. <laughs> I got y'all. I got y'all. <laughs> all right. Well, thank you for joining us today. Uh, we truly, truly appreciate you coming back on. Like, um, I love your shirt, by the way. Is that the year you were born, nineteen ninety two? Yeah. <laughs> oh my from? god. Uh, February twenty one. That's a cute shirt. Thank That's you. a really cute shirt. Yeah, but thank you for joining us. We appreciate you. Um, we will be looking forward to the new album, the new releases this week. We'll make sure we stay involved and repost and retweet and do all of that too. Um, so we can kind of help support you in that. But um, we appreciate you coming on. Thanks for having me. Um, right. But you know what y'all think though? Seriously. Definitely will. Definitely you know, you, you know I will. I'm about to go out 30 minutes and search. <laughs> I'm out, Dante. No, she said snippets, Mika. Oh, yes, she did snippets. Sorry. <laughs> I know when it come out Thursday at 12 a.m. or p.m. I'll let y'all know. I'll, I'll post it. Right. Thank you. <laughs>
Um, you guys know where you can reach us. We're on Seattle Hip Hop Radio Monday and Friday, 9 a.m. Central Standard Time. Or, well, hip, Seattle Hip Hop Radio and Orlando Hip Hop Radio. We're on both of those, both Friday, Monday and Friday, 9 a.m. Central Standard Time. We're on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Anchor, um, SoundCloud, and um, YouTube. We are there every um, Sunday with a new episode. Um, so keep following us. Follow us on all of those platforms. You can listen to us at any time on those. Um, and then we are on um, Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, TikTok. We're on all four of those. Yes. Um, oh, yeah. Um, we are Mocha Tea Podcast on all of those platforms because we are the originals. Nobody had our um, our name. I, I think that was really dope. Like, uh-huh. we never had any issues creating any of our domains. But so we're Mocha Tea Podcast, one big word on all of those. So you can follow us on all of those platforms. And then if you have any inquiries for us, we are Mocha Tea 2018 at gmail.com. And we are out. Peace.